Hey guys, welcome back to the UNI podcast. It's Elsie here, and we are so excited to start off our health and fitness file. Our first guest is Ree. Ree is the founder of the plant-based princess brand, along with For the Healthy Hose brand, and she also has a recipe book filled with amazing vegan recipes. Plant-based eating is super important to her, as it ended her lifelong struggle with chronic digestive issues. In this episode, we talk a lot about veganism, plant-based journey, vegan cheese, <laughs> I know, and potatoes. It's, yeah, you just gotta listen. But well, we hope you guys enjoy. This was an amazing episode. And especially as we are planning for 2021, setting our intentions, setting our goals, we hope this could be a tool or help you to be your best self. We hope you guys enjoy. And remember to share with someone who you think would love this episode. We love you so much and we hope you guys enjoy. The UNI podcast promotes love, happiness, and abundance. Through storytelling and sisterhood, they encourage self-love, a balanced worth ethic, and a healthy life. This is Ozzy and Caro, and thank you so much for listening to the UNI podcast. Just a little background, I guess like health-wise, um... I've had chronic stomach pain my entire life. Like literally, I remember being a child and no matter what I ate, my stomach would hurt. And so after a while, you know, this became my norm and I was just like, whatever, you know, and I just ate what I was taught to eat. And so, yeah. And then, so I guess about six or seven years ago, I began to kind of try to figure out what was going on and then I stumbled across like a plant-based diet and I was like okay this is cool but I didn't see anybody who looked like me and I was just like wow you know this is this is only for white people and I know that sounds ignorant but when you think about it you don't at least back then I didn't see a lot of um, people of color black people talking about health especially you know veganism so I was just like, okay, if I feel that I want to be represented, I know there has to be other women. Like, I can't be the only person that feels this way. So um, that kind of inspired me to, you know, start my platforms and start posting about health and wellness. And yeah, and I'm just so happy that I did because I've gotten so many people um, reach out telling me that wow like I'm just so happy to see that representation so it's been amazing to feel seen and heard and also give others the opportunity to feel seen and heard as well so yeah but I feel like you're right there is really no representation when it comes to plant-based diet and I think maybe it's more so of like the culture that we live in us black folk where we so much love our meats and our chickens and Right. Everything is, you know, our whole food, um, our whole food, I think, mentality rather is so based on things like that, especially. And we can even go deeper and go more into our access and yes, politicalize or what's the word? Politicize rather um, mm. our access to food, which I think could we can just go into a whole different tangent on that. Right. Because we were just eating what we had, you know. Exactly. Like it, 
And you also have a YouTube channel. Can you talk to us a little bit more about how you got into that? How did you get into YouTube? Five, what year is it? 2020. Um, about, I guess, five, six years ago, I had a different YouTube channel. And it was called Reculture. And I was in grad school. Um, I was getting a master's degree in um, communications and media. And YouTube became a creative outlet for me. You know, I watched YouTube for quite a while, you know, and I was just like, wow, this is so cool. And I feel like this is something that I could do. And, you know, I started that channel um, and it was fun. I posted stuff about like fashion and food and but it wasn't like plant-based or it wasn't wellness centered or anything like that. I was just posting whatever, like it didn't have a, a niche or anything like that. So March 2019, I thought to myself, you know, I've had this channel for a really long time now, and I'm I'm honestly not that person anymore. I've grown, and I've grown out of that content. So I decided to branch off and start Plant-Based Princess, where now, you know, it's, it's really the same type of content, but it's more wellness-based and health-based. So uh, if I do fashion, it's you know, I'm not perfect, but I always try to shop sustainably. And obviously, like my food is plant based and, and I'm just a creative person by nature. And I just do I love doing YouTube, I love filming content and editing. And I love all of that so much. So and it's just I'm so grateful for because I I found a way to um, combine my passion for food and health and wellness and with creativity so this I'm so grateful that I've I figured that out so I feel like that is like the dream yeah <laughs> um, at least my dream my dream of yeah um you know getting that balance of something that I love you know the passion while also working for myself and you know things around that but we'll get into that a bit later yeah I yeah. wanted to know more about this conscious lifestyle content you see mm-hmm. that you create conscious lifestyle content so I just wanted to understand a little bit more about what does that mean and what does that look like for the people who are consuming your content and then you as a content creator. When I say conscious lifestyle content, it literally is what it sounds like. Just being intentional with what I do, like literally. like So, for example, I get emails from brands all the time and if they don't, I have to be intentional about it. If it doesn't go along with my values and like not even on a level not even on that like just when I wake up in the morning what am I consuming am I looking at my phone am I meditating saying a little prayer what am I going to eat just being super intentional about everything that I do and honestly I'm not perfect because I'm human so there are times like literally you know we had a, a full moon um what was that November 30th so I just literally had to release a few things and just being super intentional about everything that I do. And like I said, I do fall off sometimes because I'm human, but literally had to set new intentions to just get back on track. But yeah, it's pretty simple. It's really just what it sounds like, just having the intent. So like if I'm getting on Instagram, you know, what am I getting on there for? What is your reason? What's the reason? Like, are you just going on there to scroll or like, you know, I just want to have that purpose and intention with every move that I make. Yeah, I love that. I feel like, especially when you talk about how you start your morning, I'm, I used to be really good at it, but right now, when I, I guess, reflect, I am terrible at going on on my phone 
as soon as yeah. I wake up. Mm-hmm. I know it's so bad, but I just, no, I just can't stop doing it. I've gotten into doing that as well. And, like, it's a little different for me now because, like, I, of course, I still love Instagram and YouTube, and, but it's it's my job now. So, and I have to set those boundaries with myself as well. Like, those who work a nine-to-five, they have time off. I have to have that time off for myself as well because I don't want to, you know, begin to get burned out. So, but, yeah, here lately, that's why I said I had to reset my intentions because here lately, like, I've been just jumping up and getting on my phone to see who messaged me. And, you know, whoever messaged me or emailed me, emailed me, it can wait. I need to get my mental health in order. That way I can move in the world in a positive way. You know what I'm saying? I do. I do. I strongly agree with that. Recently, (laughs) I've been waking up and I technically have like no choice but to use my phone because I need to see if my mom is coming because we go on early morning runs now. But outside of that, I need to set a time where I'm not on my phone. And you just reminded me about that. Because this um, this week, like this last week in in college, just been really hectic. Yeah. But with that, I want to know why did you decide to go on your plant based journey? Literally, my entire life, and it became a norm for me. And after a while, I was just like, because even my mother, like it's a hereditary thing, so my mother has these problems, and I believe my grandmother had these problems as well. So what I have is irritable bowel syndrome, and um. Yeah. So I was just like, no, this is not it. So I started to pay attention to what I was eating and what, how certain foods made me feel. So I noticed, okay, red meat, this is like, and I'm I'm going back like five years from now, but maybe five, six years. So I noticed like, okay, red meat makes my stomach hurt. Wow. Okay. So I cut out red meat. Then I noticed like, okay, you know, I'm still bloated. I'm still, my stomach is still hurting. Like there were times, this may be TMI, but there were times like I would wake up in the middle or at the end of the night or in the middle of the night and I would be throwing up. I would be vomiting because of the food that, that I was eating. And I was so miserable. I didn't know what was wrong with me. Um, so I finally went to a doctor. Um, I think it's a gastro, I don't know, but the doctor that looks down your throat, like the stomach doctor. So I went to him and he was, cause I thought I had acid reflux and he was like, that's what all the hospitals would tell me when I would go to the doctor, you have acid reflux. Um, but I went to the doctor and he told me that you have irritable bowel syndrome. I was like, okay, cool. So now that I know what this thing is, let me do a little bit of research. And one of the main triggers for irritable bowel syndrome is dairy. So I was just like, oh, and I eat, cause I, I eat so much, I ate so much dairy. Um, and I took out dairy and I started, I remember the first brand of like vegan cheese I ate. I don't even know if it was vegan. I think it may have had, I don't know, but it was like called go veggie. Um, I, I used to eat that and also, so I couldn't eat like acid, acidic foods like tomato and broccoli and onion. And like, those are some of my favorite foods. So, but the taking out the dairy, it did help. But I did notice, like, my stomach was still super sensitive, and I was still, at this point, I was having, like, bowel movement problems. So I I was, the vomiting was over, vomiting was over, and I would have bowel movement problems, and so I was just like, okay, taking away the dairy did help, but, you know, there's, there's something more here. 
So I started watching YouTube videos. I started seeing these, what I eat in a day as a vegan. I was just like, oh, this is interesting. And I actually tried it, um, I guess maybe seven months before I actually stayed vegan and stuck with it. I tried it for like a week and I was just like, no, this isn't for me. I, I guess I didn't do enough research. I guess I thought at that point watching what I eat in a day videos alone was enough research. But after I did more research, I stuck with it and... I have to say, it's been one of the best decisions that I've made in my life um, for my digestive system, for sure. That's really interesting. I love that story, mainly because my brother kind of had a similar journey because I think he went to the doctor and he had some sort of like high blood pressure or something like that. And mm -hmm. he decided to just go and change back to uh, like a plant-based lifestyle. So my brother is completely vegan. And oh, cool. it was just really weird seeing that transition. So I guess, like, how was that transition for you? Because personal me, um, I love dairy. I love dairy. I can't get really? away from it. Yeah. But how was it just, like, shifting towards, like, foods from foods that you used to love to foods that you know are better for you? And how, do you, how did you develop, like, that new relationship with these new foods that right. you're now taking in? So I think that I think it's super important to transition into not like just up and do it, because as I said, like before I actually went vegan, I hadn't had dairy in like two years because and for me. And I think that when you have like a so you love dairy, but dairy doesn't probably it probably doesn't make you feel away. Like I used to really hurt like really bad. And so I think that was one of the big motive, bigger motivations for me, this is like, okay, this food won't make me hurt. And my favorite food is actually potatoes. And as long as I can have potatoes, like nothing else matters. So it wasn't, it wasn't too hard because again, I, tr I slowly transitioned into it. And yeah, I just, and before I actually went fully vegan, I had vegan meals, completely vegan meals that I would eat. So like tofu, broccoli and rice, I would eat that quite often before I actually went vegan. And so I think it's all about developing that menu, um, you know, before you've actually went fully vegan and then to you're where the point like, OK, I think I have a, you know, enough um, vegan meals at this point where I can go completely vegan. And you'll see, like I know there are like obviously plant based alternatives like there is vegan cheese and um, I was I was already drinking like almond milk. I've been drinking almond milk for like six, seven years now. And I guess I'm just so used to it. But you'll see that once you fully transition over, the alternatives are, well, for me anyway, they are a very small part of my diet. Because again, even though I've learned now that since being vegan, okay, you know, my stomach doesn't hurt, but I noticed that eating a high amount of processed foods will make me bloated. You know, I don't, by far, I don't have any of the symptoms that I previously had before going plant-based. But yeah, like I said, those processed foods will make me, you know, kind of bloated. So it's all just about taking your time and listening to your body and knowing why you want to do it. And for me, it was just like, I was tired of feeling like crap. And I, that's just like, that's the biggest part is just knowing why. And I feel like, especially like where we are today, there's just so many more options. Mm -hmm. with all the because I've tried the like the vegan cheese and I love oat milk and I don't yeah. even I don't think I even eat dairy anymore which yeah, is crazy good. 
Um, and I just, it's, I feel like it's way more easier than it probably would have been five years ago. For sure, for sure. But I want to pivot a bit more, or pivot rather, to talk about Plant Based Princess and For the Healthy Hose, your two brands. Mm-hmm. And you also have a recipe book. So how was that process creating that project and what made you go down that particular route of creating a recipe book? Like I said, I used to watch a lot of what I eat in a day videos. And I noticed like, okay, they have ebooks. Like obviously like I had a job at that time. I had a full time job and I always knew that I wanted to work for myself. And in order for me to create a sustainable brand um or or monetize myself on youtube because at that time i think i had like maybe two or three thousand subscribers on youtube and it is possible to make money on youtube when you have a thousand shoot five hundred a thousand two thousand you know that's completely possible and it's just all about monetizing and i knew that my cookbook would help a lot of people as well as helped me move forward to making YouTube my full-time job. Um, so actually, it's really crazy because I started, I was working a full-time job while I was starting the cookbook and the pandemic happened in March. And so my cookbook was set to release in April and I had everything written out, but I didn't have any of my photos. And I knew that was my next step. Excuse me. So yeah, so I think it was like March, 12th or something like that is when my job just like closed like I got laid off and so I was just like I wasn't even mad like I was happy I was like okay wow this is an opportunity for me to get these photos I literally have a month to the release so like I literally I remember one day I took like um like 10 photos and I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but I literally had to cook 10 recipes <laughs> and take 10 photos. So like, I was just grinding. I was just like, okay, I have to do this. This is my time. And I always say, you know, I hate that COVID happened. It's, it's you know, it's affected so many people in such a negative way, but it was a blessing in disguise for me because I haven't been back to my job since then. And of course, you know, my YouTube channel has grown, but also I think that's due to me you know, having to or not having to go to work. So I, I'm, I was able to focus more on my YouTube channel and, and Instagram and building or creating that content and building my brand. So, yeah, I mean, it was it was a really exciting and it was fun. It was also stressful and frustrating at times because I feel like a lot of times people don't share the the frustrating side of entrepreneurship and just working for yourself. Because trust me, there are some days where I just, I don't want to do it anymore. Um, Or I want to quit just because it's hard. You know, it's not easy, but that's why it's important to pick something that you're passionate about or you won't, you won't keep at it. But yeah, that's how, that's how it was. (laughs) I'm so happy for you about that. Because a lot of people, because 2020 has been rough for a lot of people, but I'm really happy that something positive came out of it for you. Mm-hmm. And with that, talking about working for yourself, um, what is what have you learned from this period of your life? Oh, I've learned, I've learned so much. Um, the importance of taking time for myself. I know a lot of people talk about entrepreneurship, and they mention like working nonstop, and I don't want that for myself. 
the whole point of working for yourself is having time for yourself. Like, that's a huge part of it for me. I want to be able to do things that I love. And I think previously, especially like the past five months, I've been just working, working, working. And it's frustrating. You know, I don't have, um, well, then I hadn't had a lot of time for the things that I love to do. Like, I love to paint. I haven't painted in so long. Um, but, yeah, that's that's something that I'm still learning is just time and organizing and planning and yeah yeah and correct me if i'm wrong but your recipe book itself is for the healthy hose that's what it's called right yeah so the recipe book is called for the healthy hose like that's that's what inspired the healthy hose actual brand okay um, because at first i had like when i first went vegan i created this pinterest board and it was called healthy ho and it was just like a private board. And I actually still have it, but it's like a private board that I had for myself um, for recipes. Pinterest is key. When oh, I love yes. Pinterest. Pinterest yes. is my life. Yes, I love Pinterest too. But yeah, and so then I was just like, whoa, like people love, I didn't know people were going to love the name so much. I, I had no idea. And I was, I had my reservations about, you know, about that because previously, you know, whole, that's, you know, that's not a positive term, but I found a way to flip that term and make it positive because, you know, you have to look past the um, the past, I guess, meanings of it. I don't mean a hoe. And, but, I mean, if people want to go be a hoe, that's fine. There's a business. But, I mean, being a hoe for your self-care, your wellness, you know, for your spirituality. And people are really in, people are really into it. And I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about it. But you said that you use this time, like you learned to take time for yourself. So I guess, how do you, just kind of going back to old topics from our podcast, but I want to know how do you practice self-care while being while running your own business? I know a lot of people, when they talk about self-care, they talk about skincare and, you know, face masks, or at least that's what I've always seen. But for me, it's as simple as going to bed on time. Um, when I wake up, not getting in my, not opening up my phone and going on Instagram or YouTube, you know, it just taking time for myself. Or when I make a smoothie for myself, that's self-care. When I go to the gym, that's self-care. When I journal, that's self-care. When I meditate, when I take long, warm, hot baths and read self-help books and even fiction books. I've been trying to get a lot into fiction here lately because I really love self-help books. But, you know, I think I need a change of scenery um I guess yeah scenery I guess um just something different but yeah like self-care and it looks different for everybody so not to throw shade on anybody when I say it's not I guess taking care of my skin is um self-care but it's just for me it's just the smaller things just just little things like going to bed on time and um and being intentional about the foods that I'm eating on the topic of book recs I am happy to give you all the book recs that I have yeah I'm an avid reader both non-fiction and fiction so I'm here that just makes me happy okay so my I love the seven spiritual laws of success best book I've ever read um what's another one um a fiction is my sister the serial killer oh my gosh that book is so good like oh I think I've read that yeah, it was like Oh yeah, more, I have read it. I have Yeah, read and it's it. like more humorous. Like I know when you hear the title it's like 
okay, what's what's going on, sis? But, like, it's very humorous. I love the way she wrote that book. Um, another one I can recommend is The Power of, the Power of Now is really good. I'm also reading a book called Breathwork. I literally just got it. I don't even remember the author's the author's name, but Breathwork is a really good book. Um, also, oh, The Happy Vegan by um, Russell Simmons. It was one of the first books I read whenever I was like starting my plant based journey, and it's very insightful. He goes in depth into like talking about black people and like our history. I learned that black people, like our ancestors, ate plant based. Like, you know, and then it was when we were bought to America, we ate what we, the scraps, basically. So that book is very insightful. Um, I wish I had my books. I have a bookshelf, but it's in the other room. But yeah, what are some of your um, book recommendations? I have to go to my Instagram log because I have a whole read. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Uh, like, I wish I had my books in front of me so I could tell you. Um, but I think the, um, the person who wrote that, my sister is a serial killer, was Nigerian. So, and I'm Nigerian and I'm super into African, like African contemporary books. However, okay, let me, okay. So I have The Secret Life of Baba Seiji's Wives. That's really good. Okay. And then Stay With Me by Ayobamiya Debayo is really good. And this is like an American, um, but this book, oh my gosh, If I think maybe you should start with this book. But it's called um, Silver Sparrow by Tayari Jones. Okay. That book was beautiful. So if, if you start any, I think that one is really good. But um, I actually wanted to talk a bit more about the health, for the healthy health, rather. Um, and I, I, it seems like it's a newer project. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have a playlist, you have merch, you have, it's more collaborative from what right. I see. So yeah. I just wanted to know more about your vision for that project and how has it been so far creating that kind of new project com- separate to your plant-based princess? Healthy Hose is essentially a magazine. And this, go- this goes back to me um, taking time for myself and not overworking myself because initially I was just like, oh, I want this to be a monthly magazine and not for me but for other people because there's so much information that I want to give out um and in that magazine or just like the previous one and in the future ones as well I'll be working with um like nutritionists and content creators and people in the healthy house community just like anybody who has anything to say and that needs to be heard you know I want to include that in the magazine because that's what healthy house is all about it's inclusive it's for everybody, but it's also a space where people can be heard, you know? Um, and so also the merch, it just goes back to, so when I first, I posted uh, my tote on Instagram a while back and like everyone loved it. And I was just so surprised. So I was just like, whoa, okay. Well, cause I made that for myself. Like I had no plans on doing merch or anything like that. Um, it was just going to be simply a magazine, but when I posted that, everybody loved it so much, and so I decided to go ahead and have merch for it, and so yeah, that's where that is came from, but also the playlists, the playlists are just, it's, it's just to give a vibe out, you know, to create a vibe, and I love music. I honestly don't know a person who does not love music, and 
playlist is it's one of my love languages so that's definitely something that i wanted to include and in the future um for as far as playlist goes i want to collaborate with different creators or people in the community um to share their playlist and share it with the community because i think it's so important to be i guess be exposed to different genres of music and different vibes but as far as the future of Healthy Hoes goes, I just really want it to continue thriving and to continue to touch as many people as possible so everyone can feel seen and heard. Beautiful mission statement. I love that. <laughs> I know that's probably not your mission statement, but it sounded really great. But um, shifting more into health and wellness, like more focus on health and wellness, I want to know what does wellness mean to you? And what do you think are the key steps to achieving overall wellness? I think that it goes back to what I said about self-care. Um, wellness for me is just, I think a, a large part of it is what I eat. Because we have, in order to function in society, you know, we have to eat. And just fueling myself with whole foods. Because I think that people hear the word vegan and they often associate associate that with health. And that's not always the case. I mean, I know people who eat primarily processed and that's not health. That's not wellness. For me, wellness is eating whole plant foods and meditating and journaling and doing the shadow work and just digging really deep to, um, you know, to see, I guess, to understand myself, to see why I do the things that I do and why I react the way that I react like you know what happened you know in my life for me to be the way that I am and it's just so important um to understand ourselves and like just listen to our bodies that's huge too so I, I definitely think that the key key one of the keys to wellness is listening to your body like regardless of what everybody else is doing listen to your body um Make that time for yourself, for your mental health to meditate or journal. And I know that a lot of people think of meditation as um, just sitting down in a quiet room, which that is one way and it's a great and effective way. But that is not the only form of meditation. You know, a nature walk could be meditation. Um, working out could be meditation. Painting, anything that you can give your undivided attention to and just be in that moment and focus is meditation and it is it's wellness wow that was so good thank you um <laughs> when you, you talk about feeling discouraged whether it comes to you know your vegan or your plant-based journey or even working for yourself so i just wanted to know how do you tackle that feeling of discouragement and what advice do you have to anybody who's kind of you know having a difficult time wherever they're at right now yeah so when i feel discouraged doing something I love helps me out so much. Just getting away from whatever that thing is that is making me feel discouraged. Um, yeah. So like working out or going on a nature walk, just kind of like isolating myself from, I guess, society. Um, yeah. And remembering why I started, like, why do you want to do this? why what's the point what's what's the purpose for all this and like I said in the beginning just 
um, going back to that intent, but definitely like just, um, just finding that thing that, finding that thing that makes you happy and takes you away from all the stress. So, cause for me, it's like, it's working out and it's painting and it's nature walks. And I really feel like meditating would really help. Like just focusing on your breath. That's, that's really it. I know whenever I'm feeling discouraged or anxious, cause I get anxious a lot too. Um, I take deep breaths and really focus on my breaths and I know because in the past I've tried that and it's like this doesn't work but you have to do it often your brain your mind is a muscle and in order for you to make it strong you have to continue to do that thing to, to meditate to work out or whatever that thing is whatever your form of meditation is you have to continue to do that and it's not a quick fix, but in the end, it will help you in the long run. So, yeah. Thank you for that. I think it's really important to spend time with yourself. That way you get to know yourself more. That for I'm sure. Thinking. Um, But how can people reach? Well, I guess how can people get closer or if they have a goal to eat more veggies, like how would they start incorporating that into their lifestyle? Yeah, so I think that if you just pair veggies with things that you like, um, like I love potatoes. Like I will forever eat potatoes. Um, so I guess if somebody doesn't like broccoli, they could pair broccoli with something that they like. But another good way to sneak some foodies in, some veggies in, is putting veggies in a smoothie. So like if you put spinach in a smoothie, like I promise you, you won't taste it at all. Um, that's a very very important way um but yeah and the other way like I said is just pairing it with things that you do like my favorite smoothie um right now is actually like a blueberry smoothie so I use frozen blueberries frozen bananas oat milk dates hemp seeds sea moss gel um and then I have a protein powder that I've been using by Four Sigmatic. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It's uh, I think it's sweet vanilla is what the name of it is. But also like I put so much spinach in that smoothie and I can't even taste it. Like a couple of handfuls. I won't say so much, but like just a couple of handfuls and you know, you have your you have some veggies in right there. I don't know who doesn't like broccoli. I love broccoli by the way. Exactly. I'm just like, who doesn't <laughs> like who doesn't like broccoli? But you know, there Random are some people question. out there. Is potato not a vegetable? Is a potato not a vegetable? It's a root. You know, it's, it's a root. Is a root eyes. not a vegetable? I yeah, I think it's a people say I it's think a starchy it could. vegetable. It's just starch. It's, it's like a lot vegetable. of starch, so that's why it's. Yeah, but it's, it's like it's more starchier than like broccoli. If the yeah. starch level is like high, so I, I guess that's why people wouldn't question. categorize it as a vegetable. <laughs> when no, you mentioned that you love potatoes, I, I just had a random question. Yeah, it's because it's I feel like grains question. are grains a vegetable if they're grown on the ground, no, you know? Grains are grains. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, I don't people say that potatoes are like a starchy vegetable, but I don't know. They're good, man. I'm I'm never I'm not gonna stop eating potatoes ever. How do you like your potatoes? I'm so sorry. One of my sisters, her favorite food is potatoes, so I'm just oh my gosh. <laughs> trying to I figure out like, too. Okay, so I love making potato wedges. And so I do that by just chopping them up and like um 
putting a little grapeseed oil and then seasoning. Oh my God, spices are everything. People forget those spices. And that's why your food, well, not your, but that's why people's food is not good because you're not using any spices. You have to use your spices. Like you would season meat. So why wouldn't you season like non-meat foods? But yeah, so I season it with garlic powder, onion powder, smoked paprika, salt, pepper, and like mix all that up and put it on parchment paper. And then here recently, so on Thanksgiving, I made mashed potatoes. And I killed it because at first, like I wasn't letting my mash, letting letting my potatoes boil long enough, so like they wouldn't mash that good. But on Thanksgiving, oh my gosh, I made mashed potatoes that were so bomb. Um, and then I like to eat burrito bowls, and I put potatoes in my burrito bowls, and I pretty much cook it the same way as the wedges, but I just chop them up differently. And then tough debate, but do you prefer sweet potatoes or? What's the word? Reset potato? I don't know. What, what, is this? No, see, I don't even li- I don't like sweet potatoes. I love goat potatoes. But also rusted potatoes are good too. But goat potatoes are my favorite. Like I just I used to eat sweet potatoes with my burrito bowl, but I just gave up. Like they're not bad, but they are not goat potatoes. Um, maybe if I was never introduced to goat potatoes, maybe I would love <laughs> sweet potatoes. But <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, I feel that I wasn't a big fan of sweet potatoes either. I was no, trying to get I into love sweet potato sweet potatoes. fries. I, I love like, sweet potatoes. I have to like this. Why does everyone like this, but I don't? Yeah. I it's love not for me. Just know potatoes. when I'm talking about potatoes, I'm talking about gold potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to move into like more of a re- reflection and looking at the future. Did you have an idea this was what you were going to do when you were younger? Like, Did you know that you wanted to go into the... F- nutrition wellness space and what advice would you give your younger self if you could so I had no idea that I wanted to go into wellness or nutrition when I was younger um like thinking thinking way back to when I was like in elementary like I didn't even know what wellness even in high school or early college I had no idea what wellness or nutrition really was and what that meant so I would say no had definitely didn't know that I would be in this space. Um, I actually wanted to do something creative. Like all my life, I love music. I used to write songs every day. Like that was my thing. I knew I was going to be a singer, but somewhere along the line, I decided that I didn't want to do it anymore. I don't. I can't even remember like what happened and what made me decide not to do that. But I found another creative outlet. Um, like I said before. Um, YouTube and then I realized okay I really like this wellness thing you know and the fact that I get to create wellness content it every time I create it reinforces habits within myself because you know this is my job and as I'm helping others I'm also helping my I'm also helping myself because it's you know it's my everyday life Um, and advice that I would give to my younger self is to is to just First of all, I would just let her know that she's doing great. You're doing a great job. Don't worry. Whatever is going to happen is going to happen. Um, yeah. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just just stay focused and continue to understand yourself and learn who you truly, truly are. Because ultimately, if you know who you are, you'll get to the path to where you are supposed to be. Thank you for that. 
that's really really powerful message there with this like learning more about yourself yeah with that um with that I also want to know who do you look up to in the wellness space and what recs do you have for anyone who's interested for sure so as I said before there aren't a lot of women of color or people of color in the wellness space um but, you know, I still do have some that I love. Okay, so I love, um, what's her name? Bianca Valle. I actually am doing our, the first issue of um, Healthy Hell. She's actually in there. So that was just, like, so amazing for me. Um, and also, like, so as I have grown on Instagram, I, Instagram, I've met a lot of cool people who are into the same thing that I am into. So um, I'm about to go through my follow list just to see. Um So I have a friend named Nina. She's very much into, like, plants and just growing your own food. There's another girl I follow. Her name is Vic Styles, and she speaks more on, um, I guess, self-care rather than food, but I love her as well. I follow another girl named Lauren. Her name is So It's Ren on Instagram, and she talks a lot about spirituality. Dr. Chanel MD, she is amazing. She's a child psychiatrist and she talks about mental health. Um, Yeah, I could just go through my entire list because as I said, there aren't a lot of like huge influencers or people that I could really think of. Um, But just the people I follow, like, like I said, I've grown this community and I'm just so grateful that I've been able to make these connections and yeah there's another girl named Mackenzie she's just she's a chef I love her um a girl named Ayana I think she's a herbalist love her as well but yeah it's just it's I could go on and on and on and on very I love all of them and collectively I feel like we you know contribute contribute so much to the wellness community. This is crazy, but this is our last question. 2020 is so close. What can you tell us about... 2021. Oh, wow. Wow. See, even my mentality is not even there yet. (laughs) But 2021, rather, is so close. What can you tell us about what you are hoping for in 2021? How has your mentality changed? I'm just hoping for more growth. And, like, it sounds repetitive, but just continuing to learn more about myself Um, because the more I am able to help myself and learn more about myself, I'm able to pour that positive energy into others. Um, So yeah, just more growth spiritually, mentally. um, Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking time um, out of your day to talk to us at the UNI podcast. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. I learned a lot. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Oh, good. That makes me happy. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the UNI podcast. If you love this episode as much as we did, rate and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Also, check out our show notes for all of our links, including our Cheers to Better You guide and workbook. New episodes drop every week on Monday. We can't wait to hang out with you again. We'll talk soon. Bye.